0: Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Hey everybody, you're listening to Never Shut Up. I'm your host Ephren Junior and yep, I know what you think of me. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, January 4th, 2021. I am back. I'm refreshed. I'm revived. I'm replenished. I'm revitalized. I'm reconceived. I'm revisited. I'm reconstructed. I'm remastered. All of those things. And I'm here for 2021 and I'm ready to give. I'm ready to be here. There's been a few changes, which you'll notice in the coming week. But I'm here and I'm queer and I'm still hoping that you get used to it. Today is our first episode of 2021. I, we pulled Juarez, which, or, you know, as Mexican people say, Juarez, which is a city in Mexico, which is on the border of Las Cruces, where I'm from. So it's always really kind of not irritated is not the right word, but it's always kind of like thrown me because she pronounces it Juarez. And so we're going to talk about the song and the song is called Juarez. So please, my brown brothers and sisters, don't think I pronounce it that way normally. But Juarez is a song from Tori fifth album To Venus and Back. It's the second track on the first disc orbiting. And what a bleak message for the beginning of the new year. I guess the good thing is that we're here. The good thing is that if we're here, we're here. And that is a a major accomplishment. In this last year that we've seen, it's a major accomplishment just to be here. So congratulate yourselves first here. That was the studio audience. I invited a studio audience here. Did you get your tickets? Anyway, if you're here, congratulations. We've all experienced some sort of loss or some sort of tragedy this year. I mean, I'm COVID negative, but I had like a little scare, not a real scare. I had invited a person over to my house for Christmas, someone I knew very well. I actually went over to Ryan's house for Christmas and spent Christmas with him and his girlfriend and his and this one other friend of ours who lives really close to me. So she was in my truck. I took her to the party and then we hung out at the party and then she came back to my house after. So then a week later... That was on a Friday, right? Yeah, so a week later, which was three days ago, she tested positive for COVID. So I'm like, great. The celebration of Christ does me in again. So uh, I had to get a rapid, which was negative, thank God. Knock on wood. Um, And we'll just keep monitoring it, but I have been quarantined. I wouldn't call it quarantined. At a certain point last week, I slipped into a fever dream. I decided that I was not leaving, not just my house, I was not leaving my couch. I think it was December 31st is when I decided that. And I just, I hold up on the couch. I brought in my blanket. I had two pillows because the couch throw pillows just weren't doing it for my neck, you know? So I went and bought a ton of snacks. All I did was watch movies, watch television. And now it's Monday morning and I've got to go back to work and fuck it all. That's what I say. I need another week of vacation. But anyway, so... I wanted to read this article, since we pulled Juarez this morning, since we pulled that song, um, and the refrain is, no angel came, and I thought, like, this is a bleak song for the new year, but let's try to mine what it's actually saying for, for the positive, right? So I found this article, which I think is kind of what the song is saying to us today, which is, This is from the New York Times. Someone got a subscription. She's loaded. No, the article is called, What Makes You Think 2021 Will Be Better? Most of the issues that made 2020 feel like a horror story will roll along with us into the new year. Well, thank you, Wajahat Ali. Thank you for this already. But I think you'll find some value in it. So I'm just going to read this. Okay. He says, I'm not a Debbie Downer, far from it. I'm usually an optimist who pushes for hope in the most dire of circumstances. However, when I hear friends talk about how the new year and Joe Biden's presidency will answer all of our collective prayers and cleanse our collective palate from 2020's unrelenting onslaught of pain and misery, I can't help but feel skeptical. What makes you think 2021 will be any better? I ask them. Like many, I would love an instant catharsis, a release from this enduring tragedy. I want us all to be able to interact without wearing masks, to hug our loved ones, and to sleep peacefully knowing a president isn't rage-tweeting while watching Fox News. But despite all the talk about how bad this year has been, life will not return to normal at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. Chaos and crisis don't follow a calendar. Most of the underlying problems and challenges that made 2020 feel like a horror story will roll along with us into the new year. It's true that 2020 was unusually bad, right from the start. It began with the eruption of the Tal Volcano in the Philippines that temporarily forced more than 135,000 people into shelters. We also learned about the worst outbreak of desert locusts in 70 years in Kenya, with hundreds of millions of locusts swarming the country. To cap off the month of January, the World Health Organization declared the outbreak of the coronavirus a global health emergency. Since then, more than 300,000 Americans have died, more deaths than in any other nation. The United States is the pity of the world, recently recording its most COVID 19 deaths in a week, and state governors have warned of overwhelmed hospitals. We had the most named storms of any year on record, and devastating fires burned over 4 million acres in my home state, California. I haven't even talked about all the floods and earthquakes. We lost precious time to combat climate change while President Trump dismissed it as a hoax. We lost Kobe Bryant. Chadwick Bozeman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Sean Connery, and Alex Trebek. It's obvious that we'll say goodbye to more beloved public figures in 2021. That's the cycle of life. But all of the other problems and fissures that made 2020 tough will remain and deepen too. Our country's disregard for basic precautions against the transmission of the coronavirus and Mr. Trump's failure to lead could result in some 502,000 COVID-19 deaths by April 1st, according to a projection from the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. We have to keep social distancing and wearing masks, but also continue aggressively educating a misinformed population about the enduring risks of the coronavirus. Thanks in part to disinformation that circulates on Facebook, which I quit, and I recommend you do it as well. and. To Twitter, vaccine hesitancy, which is a top 10 global health threat according to the WHO, is on the rise. Even if the coronavirus vaccine is made available to all, we'll have to convince people to get it. Even those who flout social distancing, insist the virus threat isn't real, and believe that the vaccine is created by Bill Gates and the deep state as a means of mind control. January 1st will officially usher in the new year, and along with it, potential wave of evictions across the country In the if the moratorium issued by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is lifted. Billionaires have gotten richer, but gross domestic product growth is expected to slow significantly in the first quarter of 2020. 21. Where will Americans who don't have homes, savings, daily wages, or health insurance go during the middle of a pandemic? Elementary school students who were forced to study remotely earlier this year lost the equivalent of some three months progress in math and fell a month and a half behind historical averages in reading, which the historical averages are already low globally. Let's not forget that. Republicans will do what they can to limit a Biden agenda, and the Republican-controlled Senate has held a relief package hostage. Did you get your $600? I sure didn't, but that's because of my tax problems. Instead of helping Americans, many Republicans are promoting lies about election fraud to stroke the ego of a narcissist vulgarian who is riling his base to the tune of millions. A Reuters Ipsos poll last month found that nearly 70% of Republicans say the election was rigged. If we want 2021 to be better, we will have to make it better ourselves. No angel came. One way to start, elect Democrats in Georgia's two Senate runoffs on January 5th. That's Tuesday. That's tomorrow. Those seats will ensure that Democrats regain control of the Senate, allowing them to give relief to millions of Americans and protect democracy and the rule of law. The rest of us must confront the brutal realities head on. Let's resolve to be patient and steadfast. Let's resolve to spend 2021 fighting for science, facts, democracy, and compassion, and repairing all that was lost in 2020. After a full year of that, maybe just maybe 2022 will be better. So I don't want to bring anyone down on a Monday, on the first day back from our vacation, but Juarez comes today to tell us there's no magic, there's no band-aid, no angel is just going to come and save you. You have to be responsible for yourself, you have to do the work. There's just no like blink and then it's done. I've never been so close to the coronavirus, um, and I'm going to keep monitoring. I don't know if she was you know, positive when she was in my home, but... I'm going to keep monitoring. I have to say that's why I ate so much this last week. I spent so much money on snacks and I was like, oh, this will last me a month. No, it didn't. It lasted me like five days. But it was just because I wanted to make sure I could still taste things. I had to keep constantly monitoring, you know, no angels coming. So we have to take it upon ourselves to do the work. That's what 2021 is for me. I'm taking it upon myself to do the work. I've got a new skin routine. I've got a new sleep routine. I've got a policy that I will not work more than eight hours a day, seven technically with my half hour lunch and my two 15 minute breaks. And I won't work off the clock. And starting on Sunday, we're producing weekly on drive all night. So more information on that later. But that starts on Sunday, Sunday, January 10th. We're recording the Little Earthquakes episode wrap up for Patreon supporters only. And then we're going to go back and forth between Patreon and regular feed the whole year with a Patreon for the $5 subscribers thrown in at the end, the tour all year, where I'm going to be interviewing Elise Pasquale on January 31st. I'm so excited. I have a calendar. I have a schedule. No angel came for me, so I had to put the calendar together myself. This is ridiculous. 2021 was supposed to be better. This is Tori performing Juarez in Austin in 2001. I was at this show. This was the first time I ever saw Juarez live, and that's why I'm playing it. Here it is. Live it, learn it, love it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Do an angel? To you. No. Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoryamus.com.